dead Unburied human corpses are returning to life and feeding on the living. Do not try to leave your And welcome to the Zombcast, episode 1, November 1st, 2006. I am your host, Dustin of the Dead, and on this podcast we will talk about all things zombies. For this first episode, we're going to have a review of the podcast called Alive Inside by Darker Projects, a game review for the board game Mall of Horror, survival tip, And at the end, a little section I call Final Remains. Um, This is my first podcast, so please excuse me. This is, um, I have experience recording. I don't have experience recording a podcast. I'm I'm broadcasting this out of my underground bunker here in Oklahoma City. I'm just basically your um, typical gung-ho, gun-toting, cigar-smoking, zombie-stomping, killing machine. And why am I doing this podcast? Well, I'll get to that at the very end of the show during the section Final Remains. And now to the news. The Zonecast News with Dustin of the Dead. Right, for the Zonecast News. Before I start, let me just say that all the links that I make reference to will be in the Zonecast show notes, or what I call as notes. All right, Walking Dead Volume 5 is already out. It's been a while, and uh, they've delayed all they can. But it's been out for probably three weeks now. And if you haven't read Walking Dead, you should. And you can read the first comic uh, at Image Comics' website, which uh, will be in his notes. And it's for free. Episode 8 of the cartoon Zombie is out. Zombie spelled with an X. And uh, it can be found at zombify.com. 
The trailer for the remake of Day of the Dead is posted at movieweb.com. And uh, it doesn't really look like it's going to be a, an actual remake of the original. So it kind of just looks like it's falling in the trend of the running, screaming, and squealing zombies. On Fangoria's website, fangoria.com, there was an interview with George Romero about his newest project that he just started the film called Diary of the Dead. It's not going to be a directly it's not going to be directly linked with the rest of his Dead series. It's going to be kind of a self-contained project, I think. And uh, speaking of diaries, um, in the UK on Sunday night, October 29th, uh, Zombie Diaries was premiered in the UK, which is kind of another, it's almost a similar theme to uh, Diary of the Dead. And on Creature Corner's website, there is a, a quote from Steve Niles, which um, quotes from his MySpace blog about his 28 Days Later graphic novel. And I quote, I just completed the 28 Days Later Aftermath graphic novel, which turned out to be a lot of fun and a lot of work. It is 88 pages, broken down over four 22-page stories. There will be three different artists and really some of the most grimmest stuff I've ever written. I'm not sure how much I could say, but one of the artists is my one of my longtime collaborators, and his shit is looking amazing. And another note is on Escape Pod's science fiction podcast magazine, Episode 39 was called uh, My Friend is a Lesbian Zombie. But it kind of deals more with the traditional kind of voodoo zombie. But it's an interesting story nonetheless. And that's it for the Zomcast News. Zomcast News has been brought to you by ZombieWalk.com. Need to rally the undead in public place? Go to ZombieWalk.com and walk with fellow zombies. The human race... Forget about them. Laid waste by the great catastrophe, the remnants of humanity fight for survival in a world scarred by a plague which causes the dead to walk again. Now the zombie hordes add to their infernal ranks with every fresh victim. Can a bold venture across the wastelands of the former United States of America hold the key to our salvation? Or does the future belong to the zombies? And so begins... The podcast called Alive Inside by Darker Projects. This is a patio drama by Eric Busby and Donald O'Cop. It is about four characters who um, are trying to make it to Portland, Oregon through, um, I guess, the zombie-filled America. This is obviously after a zompocalypse. And uh, the characters are Adam, which is a half-breed zombie human, and I'll get into why that is later. And uh, Lyle, who seems to be uh, an ex-military person. Carrie, who's, a, who's a, a good old country girl. And Simon, who's a stuck-up Welsh um, scientist who has uh, links to how this whole thing got started and also seems to uh, think that he has the cure to the, to the zombie virus. The series begins with kind of an interview with Adam, a scientist uh, who's military team actually captured Adam is uh, kind of interviewing him before she starts doing tests and finds out uh, how he became a, kind of a self-aware zombie and how, you know, where his powers of regeneration came from uh, during the beginnings of the zombie uh, virus outbreak. Adam was a part of a hospital that was uh, admi 
they were administrating a, a zombie antivirus to the staff, and he ended up getting it too. It ended up not working, at, but what it did was is uh, if you had died, it brought you back to the state of when you uh, took the took the antivirus. So he had been bitten by a zombie and decided to try to kill himself. And when he killed himself, it brought him back to the moment when he took the virus. And every time he gets hurt, it's regenerated and stuff. Simon, who's the uh, who's the scientist, has links basically to how this thing, the zombie uh, virus, had been spread. He also thinks that he has a cure for the virus. Since there are only four episodes of this podcast. There's not a whole lot known yet. The first three podcasts actually center around the same story, where they uh, find where Adam gets captured, and uh, the rest of the characters go try to break him out of a uh, kind of a military slash science outpost. Their ultimate goal actually is to get to Portland, Oregon, where there's a, a science lab that uh, Simon um, believes actually uh, has some of the stuff to help them uh, come up with this cure. The zombies in this dead world seem to be anywhere from shamblers to runners. Um, it doesn't really get into a lot of detail. But the quality that they put into this uh, this audio drama is really good because, you know, the whole thing with zombies is a visual to see the masses of them that kind of scare you. And um, you can't quite get that with an audio drama, so they do a really good job with kind of making a lot of... Uh, zombie background noises to kind of give you an idea of, of you know, these creatures coming up to them. As in a lot of good zombie um, stories, it's obviously not the zombies that cause a big problem, but it's always the humans that they come across, which always add complications and the spice of the story. Like I said earlier, there are only four episodes so far, but they're definitely worth listening to. The fourth one is uh, kind of my favorite because it has uh, it's kind of set in the rain, so the rain's always in the background and stuff. Darker Projects also has other audio dramas like uh, Doctor Who, Star Trek, and then a bunch of original ones which are worth listening to. And it's all free, so you have nothing to lose. So go over to darkerprojects.com and take a listen. I get to talk about my favorite board game, Mall of Horror by Asmati Editions, a French company. A mysterious scientific experiment allowed the dead to rise and to devour the living ones. Little by little, all the signs of civilization disappear, whereas the principal organizations of state close their doors. The police force and the army are submerged and cannot contain the prowling of plunderers and criminals and petty thieving. Society is at the edge of the pit, and the rare survivors took refuge in a shopping center in order to resist the constant increase of living dead devourers of human flesh. You are the one... You are one of the last alive human beings on the earth, and you will do everything possible to escape this uncomfortable situation. And so reads the introduction to the game. This was a gift to me last Christmas, and I just love this game. 
Um, the point of this game is not to kill as many zombies as possible. The point of the game is purely to survive. And in order to do that, you have to pretty much betray people. Uh, you play anywhere from three to four different characters, depending on how many players there there are. And um, you're going to be running from place to place inside the mall uh, to hide. And while the while the mall actually is being filled up slowly with zombies, and basically the game ends when more than half of the characters die, and the uh, military comes and saves you. Each of the characters are actually worth points, so the player with the most points uh, surviving, or most most characters surviving, um, wins the game. So I'll get into more of the details of uh, how the game is played in a minute, but the key element to this game actually is voting. They have like little special voting wheels and stuff, but uh, you vote to see who goes out and um, to search the truck, and um, anywhere from voting for the chief of security, or my favorite, voting for who gets thrown out to the zombies if uh, they break in. The board is actually kind of like um, of the game is for the. It looks like the blueprints of a shopping mall with the stores look like pol uh, Polaroids that are taped to the uh, to the blueprints themselves. The the three main characters that are played by each player are um, the pinup, which is the female, who's worth the most points, I guess, because she's a woman and the military is saving you. I'm, I'm not sure. But... Um, the other person is the crazy guy with the gun, who's worth two points. And then the tough guy, you know, um, is the uh, third character, who's worth just only one point. Each of these characters have special abilities. Uh, the the pinup, or the girl, is actually worth the most points. She doesn't really have any other abilities, other than if more than one of them is in a hiding spot, they attract more zombies because of their screams. The guy with the gun actually gets an extra vote when it comes down to voting. And the tough guy actually can hold out one extra zombie when it comes to how many people can bar the door. The game basically begins with everybody randomly determining where their characters are going to go before the zombies invade them all. But one by one, zombies will keep piling up and eventually um, they can break into each one of these little stores that uh, the characters are hiding in. And so that's where the voting comes in to see who gets thrown out to the zombies. There's one special uh, there's one special position in the game, and that's the security chief, and uh, that gets assigned to the player who gets voted to security chief. And they get to actually see where the zombies are going to go before everyone else does. So everyone has to keep an eye on that, the security chief, to see where they're going. Now there are actually cards to the game too that give special abilities, but I'll get into that right after after the. Uh, the order of play. The game, each each turn of the game actually goes into this order. Searching the truck, election of the security chief, or chief of security, arrival of the zombies, a choice of destination, character movement, and attack of the zombies. Now, out in the parking lot where there's no protection at all, and you can't barricade anything, that's where all the stuff that you get to loot is. That's where you get extra cards. And um, that's why searching the truck is important. Election of the chief security, uh, where the security office is, you usually want to put some of your characters in that area because uh, it's always nice to know where the zombies are coming in. 
After the beginning of the game, the only real random rolls you'll be making are the locations of the zombies. Everything else is usually decided by the players or is decided by people voting. <clears throat> now, they have uh, cards that go with this game, and they're really effective. Uh, there are weapon cards that w you can use against zombies. There's hardware, which actually helps you block up doors in case there are too many zombies outside of the location and you don't have enough players to hold them in. Uh, there's a sprint card, which uh, allows you to actually dart away from someplace after you've told told the uh, everyone else where your destination is. So if you actually decide to go someplace and then you find out there's a bunch of zombies going in that area after you've committed to it, you can dart away. This is actually uh, a great card to have. There's a hidden card, which if the zombies break in, you can actually use to uh, hide your character while everyone else gets mauled on. No pun intended. Everything in this game is really like just nice. It's done really good quality and stuff. The the player the little tokens though are kind of like made out of painted wood chips. So that's probably my, the only thing I don't like about the game as far as the um, the quality of uh, the product itself. There is one major complaint I do have, and that the original rulebook was written in French, and it's almost like they use like the the Apple widget trans language translator to translate the. Uh, the rules because they do seem really cut up. I mean, the introduction that I read to you kind of is a good example of how it just didn't add up as far as translating it from French to English. The rules themselves are kind of scattered through the eight pages of the rule book and they are not organized um, to where it makes it easy to look up the rules and stuff. It'd be nice if they, sum they were summarized. I mean, in fact, the goal of the freaking game is not even mentioned until the very end of the rule book, um, which is kind of important when you're reading the rules. So. Other than that one complaint, um, I happen to say this is my favorite board game. This is really well worth the money. Um, it kind of uh, it it makes it very, you know, intriguing, and you have to you, the strategy in the game is uh, is really well done. It, there's kind of some complaints about the board game Zombies that I have, and this actually and uh, is an answer to that game in my opinion. Not to downplay Zombies, and I'll get to that later in another review. Because that's another one of my favorite board games. But um, some interesting things about this game that kind of funny is that the name of the mall on the box is called the Monroeville, Monroeville Mall. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Which is the name of the real mall in Dawn of the Dead. Uh, the original Dawn of the Dead and not the remake. Um, another thing is, is that on BoardGameGeek.com, uh, they have a picture of George Romero holding the... Uh, original version of this game and they had called it Zombies and I think it's before they figured out that there was another uh, board game called Zombies so that was kind of funny. If I had any uh, funny tips or strategies for this game it would be um, we had a player one time did uh, he, he was a chief of security and did something really really funny. He It was toward the end of the game and he, he he had a sprint card, so he led. He basically went into an area where he saw there was going to be a lot of zombies, and we were all watching him attentively, you know, because he knows where the zombies are. So where he must be going must be where the zombies are not going. Well, little did we know that all these zombies were going to be approaching the place as we were hiding there, and he just ended up using his sprint card to sprint away after <laughs> laughing basically as a. We were sitting there, like, uh, watching all the zombies close in on us. So, luckily that bastard didn't win the game.
so this is my review. Uh, obviously, the game has more to it than what I just said. I, it's kind of a hard game to summarize as far as all the rules, but uh, once you get it down, it's pretty easy. This show is a part of the Zombie Broadcast Network. We should get out there. No, 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 we should stay inside. Come on, we can take them. The, the man said to stay indoors. Fuck the man! Survival tips. This is the section where we talk about them. What will actually help you through the Zompocalypse. You've seen a lot of movies, um, people punching and hitting zombies. My recommendation is don't touch them at all. Nothing would be more disappointing to you than after surviving all this time without being bitten than to just lay it out in the one zombie, smack him right in the face. It's totally right in the mouth. Only to have your knuckles cut by their teeth and you to be infected and become one of the Zeds. My advice to you is if you got to do that, and I recommend not doing it, but wear some heavy gloves like the kind that construction workers wear. If their teeth are so powerful that they can get through those gloves, you're fucked anyway. So, to summarize this, don't punch the dead. If you're going to punch them, use heavy gloves. This has been Survival Tips with Dustin of the Dead. Eddie, you're out on your life. And you get attacked by zombie fish. They munch at your face like you're the main course at an all-you-can-eat crazy country boy buffet. So we're coming to the end of the show, which I have decided to call Final Remains. I may change it. This is a new podcast. I didn't even know if this is going to survive past the first one. And you might be wondering to yourself, why is this dipshit doing this podcast? Why do I care? Why am I wasting my time listening to this? Well, my friend, if you want to survive this apocalypse, and it's coming, I tell you, then listen carefully. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. When I was a teenager, I had to put my uncle down because he was bitten by a zombie. I don't know how. There was some sort of an outbreak near the cabin where we were camping. Well, ever since then, I decided that I'd have to be prepared. I'm going to have to train for the rest of my life for this inevitable zombie apocalypse. And so after a while, I started to feel kind of selfish, and then recently I decided, well, maybe I can help everyone else out there. Maybe it's my duty to help you, to help you, to become as ready as me. Because I'm some badass guy. Gun-toting, I was in the military for... <sighs> Fuck. You know what? This is all bullshit. I'm not really who I said I am. I'm actually some dork. I'm some, like, lame graphic designer. For fucking Christ's sakes, I play a harp. I'm a pussy. This is the podcast. This, this podcast is actually for people like me who normally won't survive after something like this. Someone like me needs advice. So I thought, maybe I can actually do this. <laughs> I thought I could fool you into thinking I'm some badass. But obviously, my voice sounds like I'm still going through puberty. So... Anyway, I, I'm planning on, uh, if this survives past this first podcast, I'm planning on bringing in a special guest. I have a friend who's very knowledgeable on guns, and uh, I'll try to get him to help us figure out how we're going to, how you lock up your house and secure everything until all this blows over. 
and have yourself a cold beer. Um, to me, the gaming section is going to be very important because um, that's kind of a practice in how to s- survive the zombie apocalypse. Um, I hope to have to, uh, some more games to review, some advice on uh, dead worlds for your role-playing game, maybe even some zombie LARPing. I was supposed to have a, a section where me and uh, a friend of mine phased out from uh, Ireland was just going to debate over uh, what we liked and what we didn't like about the new Dawn of the Dead and the differences between the original and the new one. Uh, unfortunately, we had a little Skype disaster. Um, we couldn't get... I was He was getting feedback from me and I kept hearing myself repeated in my own ear uh, over the phone. So... We'll do that for a future episode. Uh, maybe in the next episodes, I'll have an actual co-host and stuff. I'm interviewing some people. Um, so this is going to end kind of short. I hope you like it. If you have any questions, please email me at zomcast at hotmail.com. That's Z-O-M-C-A-S-T at hotmail.com. Um, everything that was mentioned here that has a website will be mentioned in his notes uh, on the website. And if this tends to go past a few episodes, then um, I'll probably get a better website and a different email address. But until then, this is all experimental. We never know the apocalypse could happen tomorrow, and this would probably go down. So well, that's it for episode one of the Zomcast. We're going to end with a song that I wrote uh, called... In the middle of nowhere, my ideal job would have been to write uh, soundtracks for horror films. But the real life kind of gets in the way of that bullcrap. So um, enjoy. This, is, uh, this has been the Zomcast, and this is Dustin of the Dead. Good night and good luck.